What's up, y'all? It is your girl, Jerry Alicia, and this is another episode of Dear Christian Black Girl. I am an author, I'm a speaker, I am a podcaster, I'm a graphic designer, but above all of that, y'all, I am a daughter of the Most High God, and I could not be happier about that. Um, what about y'all? Who who else we got on the stage? Tiffany and Takesha, how are y'all? How art thou? Good morning, good morning, good morning, dear Christian Black girls. Um, I am your co-host, Takesha. Happy Thursday. I am so excited to be here with y'all all today. Um, I give y'all my bio like every week we together. We friends, right? Like we sisters at this point are just but it might be somebody so that listens after and don't know us. Go, go back. Go, go, go back. Go back. I am your friend. Go back. I am yeah. your friend and fellow Christian Black girl, Takesha. <laughs> I am an author, a speaker, a certified coach and mentor. Um, I host conferences and brunches and events and things of that nature. And I absolutely love being able to partner with the women of God, helping them to walk out in the true identity that God has called them to live in. Um, I am a wife. I have amazing children and grandchildren. I know, close your mouth, but it is the truth. Is the truth. And um, I, I'm learning to love my wife, y'all. I'm excited about that, that I'm learning to love exactly who I am today. And that is God's daughter. Uh, so God bless you. All. I'm glad that you are all here, whether you're checking in live on our listening pro uh, party here on Clubhouse, or if you're catching us um, on all podcast platforms, we're glad that you're here. Hey, Tiff. Good morning. Good morning. Um, DCBG family. My name is Tiffany Dillard. I am another co-host. I am also God's daughter, and I am the founder and CEO of New Voice Books. And we are a Christian book publishing company that's helping all kingdom scribes leave legacies of literature in the earth. I am a wife. I am a mother. Um, I am a speaker. I am an author myself. I'm a lot of things. I am what I learned last night, a polymath. So I'm just glad to be here and just what to speak that? with you that. Educate us on that too. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna learn about that tonight. I'll be this morning. So, but I'm thankful just to be a part of the pod. And I'm a podcaster now. So, yeah, it's a lot, but I'm glad. That's what's up. So, y'all, what are we getting into on today? So, just, just for context, for those of us that are in our live audience, we did not pre-plan a topic for today. So, whatever we say, we thought of 30 seconds ago. We just want y'all to know that. But y'all, it was on purpose. Can we say and that? On purpose. Yes. On we purpose. wanted to give y'all yes. a spontaneous episode because we always come, we always research the stuff that we talk about. We always like pre plan. We have meetings, we have FaceTime calls. It'd be a whole thing, right? But we wanted to do a spontaneous episode because sometimes you don't have to pre plan. Sometimes you can just have a conversation. And that's what that is today. That's what that is today. So, y'all, what are we getting into today? Like, what have what have y'all been dealing with this week? Let, let's just start there. What we've been dealing with this week. Y'all know what I was dealing with this week. But what were y'all dealing with this week? 
the lesson. So let's let's first talk about hey Melissa, hey Brittany, hey Ashley, hey cousin Cheryl, Shana. Listen, so let's let's start with why we wanted to have this spontaneous conversation because well you um, brought it up, so yeah, go ahead. Right. So um, the way I think we've told you all before, the way that dear Christian Black girl started is simply because of our morning conversations, be it through text most times on FaceTime because we have good conversations. And so we were like, what are we going to talk about this week? And I'm like, yo, let's just really bring them into a conversation. Like we start out real simple with, hey, boom, good morning. What you doing? What you doing? And it just right. explodes into this whole thing. And yesterday, I, was, I think it was yesterday, I think, Jerry, when I said to you, I was like, I used to think about what Christian friends did. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because you're like, I wonder, I used to think about what Christian women talked about with each what other. Like, do about? they just talk about God? Like, is it all serious all the time? We was like, child, we be cutting up. We be right. talking so about I, God, but we be cutting up. I was just like, like, this is before, you know, I would be like, what What do they talk about? You know what I mean? Wait, look, y'all, let me put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Here we go. Don't judge me. Because um, your phone is the hotline. It's the morning. It's the morning. <laughs> so um, I was like, what do, what do Christian women talk about? Have y'all ever thought about that? Like, what do they talk about? Do they just read their Bibles together all day? Do they just pray when they get I've with each other? I've never thought about that. I guess because I had a real life example with my mom and my mom's best friend, my god mom. Mm-hmm. And so they would go to church, you know, but they go shopping. They go get some wings. They they talk about like regular stuff. So I I don't think I ever thought about it. I have because I've shared with you all that my my friends were my family, right? Like that's who we roll with. That's who I hang out with. I'm not saying that I didn't have friends outside, but it was my family and we cut up. And so when I moved to Georgia and I got some, um, as this woman at my old church back in Connecticut said, my real Christian friends. When I got, but wait you know, a she Christian really women, say it like that? she did, um, <laughs> another story for another day, but it was hilarious. And I was just like, okay, this is how random our conversations are. Y'all, we just jump from topic to topic, but we want y'all to be a part of it. So let us give us your comments, your questions, raise your hand, whatever you want. Cause it's that kind of episode. But I just wanted to know, like, what y'all be talking about? Like, because when I think about me, Jerry and Tiffany, like we be cutting up, like, Cheryl that's right here in the room now like she's my cousin in real life but she's also my sister in Christ and we be cutting up like we get on video and we walk together although they kicked me out the group I, we'll talk about that another day too because they got caught kicked me out of a group? I, I think so happening? I think so because they ain't caught me oh in a minute so I'm gonna just say that right so we would walk together in the morning on video and we would be cutting up trying to put on contraptions and you know waist trainers and thigh trainers it would be hilarious right Child, and then I'm with my sister Shayna, to see that it's 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 a show <laughs> And then with my sister, Shayna, who's in this group too, like she is my real Christian friend. Like she is my real Christian sister. But we cut up when we get together. I be sending Shay songs. I can't sing. Do her songs. I, I, bring, I bring Shay in on my foolery. And so maybe let's start there. Like let's talk about what do you talk about with your Christian friends? Because I think that people think we're boring, but we have a good time. We have we a very have a good, good time. time. 
at least at least our Christian friends. Like we can't we can't speak for everybody because we don't know everybody. But right. we be cutting up. We be talking about food. Uh, we had a whole conversation about burrito tacos and how Takesha makes a soup the day after with the with the broth from the tacos. It's a whole thing. Y'all eat burrito tacos. Tiffany, have you had burrito tacos yet? I have, and I've actually gotten them from the same place Jerry got hers. It's an experience, right? It is. It is, and you can't eat them all. I can't eat them all. I could. I had, so I'm, and I'm, have. I'm about to be very transparent. So I had two <laughs> orders of burrito tacos that day. Not two. Okay, now what that's did you eat earlier that day, then. I didn't eat anything that day because I had a that's real why. craving for burrito tacos. I was like, I'm get, I'm finding me some burrito tacos on today, and I'm going to eat them. And so El Indio, which is the place that I went to. In Atlanta, yeah, and well, yeah, it was in Duluth because that's I was on that side of town, and so they give you three. And so after the third one, I was like, Man, I want some more. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, That wasn't enough. So you went back and got another order. Well, so because you have to eat burrito tacos because of all the grease and stuff, you have to eat them like immediately. I ate them in my car there because i was i was about to go drive uber anyway so i was like let me just eat this mm-hmm. now then i was like wait we're gonna wait on uber and we're gonna get some more it so let's this is how random we are right so listen for those of you who have never had a barilla taco um should i say barilla? i'm gonna try to roll that r at one point wow i can't i can't roll my r so wow. I'm not See, this, welcome not. right welcome y'all so it's a mexican dish and so they they stew the beef like they I think they cook it overnight. It's just so yeah, it's tender. Shredded beef. It's shredded, it's shredded beef. beef, and and they have like garlic and chilies, and they they take the uh, tortillas and they also dip the tortillas in the broth, and then they like pan fry them, and then they stuff it with like cheese, meat. You get onions and cilantro and salsa. Let me tell y'all, it is an experience. It is an experience, and, and I've so never had them before. They so are amazing. Like, this is the best thing ever. It is the best thing, but you gotta eat them there. Like it's not the kind of thing you buy and then go drive home and you like, oh, let me stop at you know Target right quick. Mm-mm. 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 It, it ain't gonna be the same. You gotta eat them immediately, and you gotta eat them immediately. And they give you the broth that the beef was stewed in. It's an experience, and so I told Jerry what I like to do is like I like to take some of the meat out of my tacos and put it in the broth. You know, I still dip because you dip your burrito tacos. So anybody who's a dipper, you gonna love this, and you dip your burrito tacos. But I take meat out so I can save the broth for the next day, and then you got a soup. It's like a two for one. All right, I'm gonna get off that tangent. But if y'all never have burrito tacos, find a place in your area and go there. I'm telling you, Ashley. It is banging. <laughs> it is so good. So good. So, okay, burrito tacos. is. What's your favorite thing to eat, though? My favorite thing would be seafood. Mm-hmm. Mine, too. I like yeah. shrimp. I'm talking like french fries about... all day. Oh, and y'all know french fries is my favorite food group. I yeah. say that all the time. French fries is Jerry love language, I think. It Listen, I don't care how mad I am at you. If you buy me some French fries, I will love you forever. Yo, it's, remember it's the book I told you to write? 
Do you? <laughs> yes, and I still have a written. I'm sorry, God. I still have so, so, so Jerry, we were, I don't know, we were, we were talking about something random and, uh, but it had to do with marriage and wife and, you yeah, know, so, all these. Oh, I, I remember what happened. You remember? Husband, okay. Uh, we had just went grocery shopping one day. We got all these groceries. We had a plan to cook the groceries. We get home and my lovely husband, baby daddy says, oh, I want some Wendy's. Bro, What? <laughs> You never cook when you buy groceries for the first day. But it's I like go back, Tiffany. Jerry no, doesn't cook period. at all. And so we got these she groceries. I literally does. have the groceries on the counter and I'm about to make something. And I'm like, babe, which which, which dish do you want? Da, da, da. Oh, I want some Wendy's, bruh. <laughs> bruh. <laughs> bruh. <laughs> you want what? Do y'all cook? Let's ask the audience. So, do y'all cook? About me, yeah, do y'all I don't cook. cook. I do yeah. not. And tell them why you don't cook. Let us know in the comments if y'all cook. Yeah, let us Tell them why you don't cook. We know Cousin Cheryl cook because she Cousin Cheryl be putting that stuff on Facebook. So <laughs> we know she cook. Right. In my defense, I don't cook because it takes too long. I, don't, <laughs> I just don't understand why it takes more than... I don't take... Why does it take 30 minutes to cook this meal? I don't understand. I got better stuff to do. Ciao. Thirty I, I really minutes is like, not even long. It's long to me, and so my ADD be kicking in. I be I be like the days that I do prepare to cook or have it in my mind to cook. I be like, oh, okay, I'm finna cook this, but then I get distracted and start doing other stuff, and then I don't want to cook after I finish the other stuff, and then I get really really hungry, and then I get hangry, and my husband tells me that I'm grumpy, and so we just order food. It's like that all the time. So, first of all, you're a bogus. Second of all, Cousin I Cheryl said, me, I do. Cousin Cheryl that she says she loves to cook. Ashley says she loves to cook, but for some reason, not when she has to. Same. Melissa says she cook if She live alone, so she don't have to cook. Amen. Uh, Cheryl says she pretends to that she's doing tutorials. Now, that can is, we get, can we talk Let's about, talk about that. can we talk about the tutorial, Cheryl? So... I think I have perfected the smoothie bowl. <laughs> you have perfected the smoothie bowl, though. No, like no, you did a whole, they... <laughs> you did a whole fake tutorial, and I you didn't even record tutorial. it. And I'm mad. Cheryl, I did a whole tutorial for Jerry. I was like, okay, listen. Wait, Tiffany, were you on the? Were you on with us? Were you no, on? Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany wasn't on that first time. Good. It was just me. No, I just seen the. I see you be um, figure out your pod and how you can take pictures now. I was like, uh uh, Jerry, okay, listen, you are about to witness my first cooking tutorial. Child, I walked her through that whole thing. Do you hear what I'm saying? She had the presentation on lock, y'all. Was my presentation not on lock? It was on lock. My smoothie bowl could have been in Martha Stewart's catalog, right? So I was so proud of my smoothie bowl, baby. I was like, hey, guys, welcome back to my channel. Welcome back to this non-existent channel. Well, but then guess what happens? Guess what happens, Cheryl? So I'm like, hey guys, welcome back to my channel. Today we're making smoothie bowls. So I'm going through the whole process showing Jerry. And this is what happens in our sister conversation. She goes, so yeah, speaking about that YouTube channel, when are you when are you gonna start recording content again for your YouTube channel? Ma'am, 
Ma'am. I'm just saying, since we're here. All I'm trying to do is give you a tutorial on this good hair smoothie If you can ball. do a tutorial, you can do a YouTube channel. I'm just saying. And do y'all friends do that to y'all? Like hijack and you? I'm just saying. Because you're, you're Oh, it's, it's real live iron sharpening iron in this in this and group listen. of sisters. Like, we can't even just mention something. Like, we did like you could be talking to Nakisha and she go give you a whole prophetic word. It's like I didn't come here for that this morning. I just came here to but be Tekisha, regular. Tiffany talking <laughs> and you remember that time she was in our text messages and she came for both of us at the same time and we were just like, What just happened? So in my defense, okay, because I feel like I feel like I have to defend myself. You don't though. I do. There's nothing I I do not release anything to anybody anymore unless <laughs> the lord tells me otherwise because i am still being trained in the prophetic um learning the integrity of god right um because one of the things that the lord showed me is that um there are things that he has told me in secret and they were just that secret um and so it's to help build trust between me and god and it's to help me to recognize his voice however in comma if god tells me to tell y'all something i'm gonna just tell y'all like I, I just got to get it off my chest because I don't want to be hemming and harm with it. And I don't want the Lord to be like, didn't I tell you? And I'll be like, yeah, but I'm not sure if they were ready. It ain't your business. Just go on and send it. So that's what happens oftentimes. And I know you not talking, Jerry. And Tiffany, no. Tiffany. No, let's talk about you... Tiffany in our tech, uh, in our group text at one time. And she just came, she just randomly came for us. Randomly came for our neck. Like, yeah, Takesha, I don't, I don't see you sharing your uh, products um, where, where is this? And where is that? And I was like, whoa, whoa, it's six o'clock in the morning. Like, did you wake up with this? Like, what, I mean, this like, what was you and the Lord doing in your sleep? What were y'all doing? I in got your questions. Yeah, but Tiffany get visitation. So a lot could have been happening. So there's that. This is true. Tiffany be saying stuff, y'all. Yeah. But Jerry. Yes. Are we going to act like. You, Jerry, Jerry, okay, y'all see how sweet and innocent Jerry looks in her picture. I am sweet and innocent. And for those of you, yes, I'm sweet and innocent. Thank you. But those of y'all who came to the uh, Hill Rib Wife Conference, it's been two years now? It two has been years? two years. Two no, years. Wait, is it three? Is it three? No, yeah, because it two? happened in 2020. It was 2020? Was it 2020 or 21? No, it was 2020. It was during the pandemic, but. It was in August. It was in August. Yeah. Because we had on masks and everything. We did. Yeah, it was on the pandemic. And y'all don't be yes. playing at y'all church with that lifestyle. <laughs> Baby, that lifestyle <laughs> popped out of nowhere. Shout out to Savoy and Brittany with the <laughs> lifestyle and, and the pants attire on. Baby. Y'all will get sprayed. Y'all gonna get sprayed. and Because ain't, ain't no COVID running up in here. Okay. But if y'all met Jerry at the conference, she is really sweet. She is really mild, but she be in your business because she spent time with the father. So she doesn't come to you like, hey, Tiff, hey, Keish, here's X, Y, and Z. It's like, yeah, so um, what you doing? In my defense, I do precursor it with, I got a question. Yeah, and y'all know that, if I that's tell you it. I got a question, it's it. It's not me. That's exactly how she come that's in. Exactly. And then you be like, man, what? 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 <laughs> hey, Tiffany, she called me. She called me the other day and she was like, I got a question. I was like, nope. <laughs> not today. Get, get somebody else to do it. And I was like, not, get not today. Else to do. And then I was like, no, for real. I got a question, but don't. And I said, no, for real. No, no. 
No. And I kept Tiffany. I said it like 10 times. I was like, no, I was like, I, and I started laughing. I was like, yo, if anybody heard this conversation, they would be like, she not even her real friend. And I would say, yes, I am. And she knows exactly how I'm going to reply. And my answer is no. no. <laughs> <laughs> and look, as, as much as we, I mean, you know, all three of us, we, we extremely love God, yes. but all three of us in our own right are in a we it, we started transitioning at the same time. At yes, same now time. we're all it's in the different thing. the same time. So like for a while we were like, well, what's going on in your life? And we was like, I don't know. What's the thing that Tiffany? Pause right there. What was the response? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What's going on? I don't know. But the thing that God does, because we all are being trained in the prophetic, he will reveal something. He won't reveal it to us. He will reveal it to, you know, one of the other sisters. So it's like, oh, call your sister and tell her that. Or if we're all in a a chat, oh, yeah, put that in there. Go ahead. Tell them. And I, I, I could be at times like, why am I saying this? It's, why am I saying this? At it's six o'clock in the morning. At yes. six o'clock in the morning. Can I be honest? The first time Takesha told me that I was prophetic, I almost did hang up on her because I was like, who? You. Not I. Listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Who? So this is not, <clears throat> listen, we do not, let me rephrase this. We are not saying that everybody is a prophet, right? But when you spend time with God, you will have the prophetic prophetic giftings, meaning that God is going to reveal things to you. Okay. So I don't want y'all to think I'm running around saying you a prophet. You don't, I don't, you know, I don't want No, this is not an Oprah situation around here. (laughs) No, (laughs) no. Right. uh, Tiffany. (laughs) Right before that happened. I had just learned the difference between office of the prophet and gift of a prophet because right. those are two different things. Right. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't have the office because that, that's not a thing. But I can see that. But, yeah, I was mad at you, man. I was like, I don't want that. Like, God, why? No. She called me. She called me Prophet Tiffany when she invited me. Mind you, I spoke at her conference for the first time ever. I, that was the first time I spoke in front of anybody. And then you come out of the gate and she was just like, yeah, God told me, you know, I, I got to call you what, you know, God told me and what I see is you a prophet. I said, what? Come again, say who? I, but it's I'm not trying like, to, okay, let's pause real quick. I'm trying it's to get this like whole walk know. down. It's not like you didn't know. It's not like you didn't know. But you but you know like, how you don't it. really want to kind of you you slick be side on it like what is that going on over there? So Hold on. knowing something Let me just and look accepting away. it is two different things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Different. Look away. It's <laughs> like you're like, look away, don't look. Look don't away. Look. So here's the thing, right? Ashley said it. Ashley said, I just know stuff, but I can't explain why. Let's pin that because I literally Absolutely. I have to tell you about what just happened to me recently, Ashley, right? So when it comes to certain things, they talking about us being called out with each other. Like community is a beautiful thing. I moved all the way to the state of Georgia, okay, from Connecticut to Georgia, minding my good business. Y'all ever, y'all ever be like in the cut Not so hard that you, business. like, I'm just saying, y'all have, y'all ever been in the cut so hard that I'm good. Like, I'm not worried about nobody calling me out. I'm good. Like, I have mastered the cut of the cut, okay? 
until you get into a prophetic and deliverance house now, the church Jerry and I attend, Thy Kingdom Has Come International Ministries, is... It's different, yeah. Different, right? It's That's different. the only thing that you can say that it is truly like our pastors truly have the heart of God. They are integral um, and they are prophets, right? They were born prophets, right? And they have been trained in the ministry of deliverance. And it just, it's just, it's different. If y'all ever in Georgia, go on and visit us. You can visit us at tkhcministries.com. You will find out, you know, about our services, right? So we were in service one day and I'm just minding my good business. So y'all ever ask the Lord, like, what should I wear? You, you ever been there with you like, Lord, I just want to know your heart. What should I wear? And the Lord told me to put on this yellow skirt that my sister bought me for my birthday. Jerry, you know where I'm going, right? Oh my God. This is so hilarious. the Lord tells me put on the yellow skirt and it's yellow. I don't mean yellow with stripes. I don't mean yellow with polka dots. I don't mean yellow with flowers. I mean, just yellow, one solid color, yellow. Like yellow, yellow, like bright yellow. Bright yellow. And my co-pastor, and I'm still new to the ministry. It ain't even been a year. It may not even have been a strong six months. And my co-pastor says, yellow skirt. <laughs> I still crack up when that I think That is about hilarious. It. I didn't and know my... she yelled out yellow skirt. I oh, forgot she how it was. yelled out yellow skirt. And she says, prophet of God, open your mouth and say what God has told you to say. And I was like, I thought I was in a cut. Mm -hmm. I was minding my business. Absolutely not. I was minding my good business. I was in the cut. And so when, when God puts you in community where he is alive and well, you better believe he's going to pull out what he put into you. And like Ashley said, the gift of knowledge does mirror prophecy as well, right? So, you know, the Lord gives us wisdom. He gives us knowledge. He gives us insight. The Bible tells us, right, that he reveals the secret things uh, to us. And that's what happens. But when you are born a prophet, child, your whole life is a whole other thing. So Ashley, let me just tell you real quick, and then I'm turning off my mic. So I kept saying, like, I just, I was like, Ashley, I was like, I just be knowing stuff. Like, and even, even more than the prophetic, right? It, it's just like, I be knowing stuff about stuff. Like, I probably could tell you how to build bricks, but I ain't never built a brick before. I just be knowing stuff, just, just stuff. And then, Ashley, did y'all see what Ashley put in the comments? She says, take a test and never study. Let me tell you about that, okay? So I was like, Lord, what is that? And he says, you have the gift of knowledge. Like that comes from me. And I was like, oh, snap. Like it just blew my mind. It just blew my mind. But with the gift of knowledge, you have to be extremely careful because with that gift, you can oftentimes exclude God from the equation. Mm, because you be knowing. It is very dangerous and you have to be, listen, Ashley said it, as she gained accountability, he only gave the answers that you didn't have access to. But when you don't know about the spiritual giftings of the Holy Spirit, like the gift of knowledge, you can think, I just be knowing stuff. But the truth of the matter is, it is God himself through his spirit that is revealing these things that you do not know. And so I think that's where we have found ourselves in the world, that many people have giftings like knowledge and wisdom, 
or even mercy. And they exploit those gifts because they don't realize, wait a minute, I didn't give this to myself. This is a gift, like, right? They come without repentance. This is a gift from God. And now I have to be a good steward by saying, God, this yours. You know how Solomon prayed, God, these your people. Like, I don't know. I don't know what they need, but you do. Like, this your gift of knowledge, because I'm going to be out here. You know, that's, look at Miss Cleo. Call me now. Y'all remember Miss oh Cleo? <laughs> you, be, you be out there thinking it's you. Right. You be out there thinking it's you. So we just we just got to surrender our gifts and all that to say, like when you are in community, the giftings that are in your community are you are going to be they're going to be pulled on. They are going to be pulled on and and explored because of God, of who he is. Absolutely, Um, because y'all be pulling on the gifts and I'd be like, I just I just want to go lay down and curl up and not do this today. Yeah, but your like, gifts aren't so, even for you. I mean, not they are. Sense. Like they're they for the are, body. Absolutely. They are for the body of Christ. That's what the Bible says. That our giftings are for the body of Christ. So yeah, we so need them. In your feelings, you don't. You don't really care. Your feelings don't matter. This is true, right? That's, that's and then God you know what? You have to be mindful of who's pulling on you because some people will get drunk off of your gifts yeah. and they'll just keep coming to you for everything what god said about this what god said about this and you will it would just make you do you do you not do you not talk to him at all that's like picking not picking up the phone like knowing you got a mama across the street but not picking up the phone and ever calling her like do you not dial in asking your sister what your mama say yeah what more mama say you know like no you gotta know to go to god for yourself but you also gotta also tell people uh-uh Send them back. One thing I love about us is that even if we'll come to us to come to each other, we'll be like, nope, you need to go back and talk to daddy about that. Mm-hmm. I, ain't, I, don't, I, ain't, I don't know what. And we may know. He may have given us a sense, but like Takesha said earlier, some things he's just saying, I, need, I just need you to take this information so you'll know how to pray for your sister. I ain't tell you mm-hmm. to tell her nothing. Yeah. So you send her back to me. So sometimes you got to tell people even within your giftings because we have Holy Spirit in us. So all of those non-gifts of the Spirit is an expression of Holy Spirit. And so we can't just be all out here like, oh, okay, you, you can do this. You, I'm going to say this. No, you got to cut people off and say, no, you got to go back and you got to seek out for yourself. Absolutely. And that's where we build relationship, right? Like seeking God for yourself is where we build relationship. And I know that just just from my own experience, like I would probably consider be considered the class of people who are the unchurched um, because I didn't grow up in church. Like I went to church uh, maybe every other Easter with my great grandmother. Uh, I went to, you know, sometimes I would go with her on a Sunday, but I only went to like hang out with friends that I knew, like, it wasn't like no real thing. Like I was not trying to be saved, sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. I had no clue about being saved, sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. I only went for friendships. And so when it came to understanding like the gifts of God, um, the who God has called us and all those kind of things, I really had no clue. And even <clears throat> like in um, the beginning of my walk with Christ, listen, I was the puller. I wanted, like, what do you know? Like, I wanted to know what God said to you. How did he say it? How did you get him to say it? Where in the Bible did you find? Like, I wanted to know I was the puller because I had never been introduced to the fact, like, no, you could go talk to God yourself. 
Like you can go pray and he will answer you. He says that when you draw close to him, he's going to draw close to you. I, I didn't get that experience or that understanding of this is how it works. Like you have to have a relationship with God. And it is possible because I came to Christ, you know, in my later life, like in my late 20s, almost 30. So it could be the fact that some people just assume. Does that happen in y'all, like in y'all sectors? Like because you black, people automatically assume you grew up in church. <laughs> Or they they automatically assume because you're black, you're a Christian, or they automatically assume because you're a certain age that you know these things. You can't hear. Can you hear me, Jerry? Yes, Tiffany, I'm listening. Oh, okay. I can hear you. No, I, I mean. Oh, I, well, you know what? Hear. I used to have it. I used to have that happen to me when I used to when I you know well I grew up Pentecostal, so. I used to get, it was kind of like not, because of my skirt, they just automatically, ooh, that's a church girl. And so they would just box me in to being this church girl so I couldn't be human. So if I lashed out or I had an attitude, I'm a teenager at this time, or I might cuss, then they're like, oh, God gonna get you. But you over here drinking a whole beer. Well, he, he not gonna get you either. <laughs> Wait a minute. You, you over here talking <laughs> to somebody that ain't your wife. He ain't gonna get you? Like, why Wait he hit me and not minute. you? I didn't get wow. that. And so it was like, because I got this skirt on, and I literally would have people would come at me like, oh, you ain't gonna do nothing in the form of bullying. And I would have to literally tell people, don't let this skirt fool you. Like, in my teenage years, that was my slogan. Don't let this skirt fool you because the same way it go low, it can come up. So don't let well, this skirt fool you. Well. Well, dang. And that's because I felt like I had to defend myself because people put me in this box like, oh, she's super innocent. She's not going to do anything. Or, oh, she a punk and we can get her. Yo, and I used we to not talking about it. that? <laughs> we were just talking about that being a punk. Like when people we see were us talking as Christians, about that yesterday. As when people see us as Christians, they just kind of feel like you gonna keep turning the other cheek. That <clears throat> you you're so full of God that you don't know how to stand up for yourself. Or even as Christians, right? We may back down to the point. What was the word, Jerry? Gosh, docile, um, docile. That we become docile, like you know, we just kind of go under a rock and say, "Oh no." It's okay. The Lord is with me. He is. And he also gave me boldness. Like, you, what you're not about to do. Exactly. Is that. Because, listen, I only got two cheeks. The third time, it's going to be a problem. No, nah, baby. I'm learning how on the first time. Like, I'm I'm, I'm going to. That's it, Shaquita. We meek, not we. We meek, like, not we. I think that gonna, on a t-shirt. I'm going to extend grace because when I think about the grace that the Lord has bestowed on this one, baby, I don't have a choice but to extend grace with people. But I think as Christian women, we have to become very okay with saying, no, you crossed the line on the first time, right? We have to be very okay with saying, you know, this is what you, what you said. This is what you said you would do. And you haven't fulfilled that on the first time, because what happens is when we roll over, so to speak, and just keep letting things slide, people going to keep thinking they can get away with stuff. Mm -hmm. 
we teach people how to treat us and Period. so when when we're meek and docile and we're we're letting people um abuse us which is basically abnormal use Ooh, wait wait you ain't gonna speed past that like you ain't just say that i thought you said that first a long time ago that's where i got it from abnormal use from yes. we say a lot of stuff but child keep going go on and tell the people <laughs> about the abnormal use so bless the yeah Lord, so thanks. that's what abuse is if you didn't say it, somebody else said it um abnormal use so when some when <clears throat> you're not being quote unquote used properly you know i don't want to say use but when people are not treating you like they should that's abuse when people are taking advantage of you that's a form of abuse when people are you know cursing you out that's a form of abuse just because i love jesus don't mean i won't hit you if you push me to that point i'm just saying and i'm not even a fighter i i don't like fighting i've always had people to fight for me but rest assured if i'm put pushed to that point something may happen but yeah and so people have to understand that just because i love jesus doesn't mean that you can treat me any type of way and we we're talking about that from like a business aspect yes. um, because a lot of times what happens with christian business owners is that people want everything for free ma'am i got bills to pay yep I got stuff to do. I got kids to feed, like all of that. And so um, what I think we can learn from that is Christian, it does not mean that you have to be taken advantage of. And if they hit you with, but, but Jesus was, no, Jesus does not want me to give you everything in my catalog for free. That don't make Jesus sense. does not want me to allow you to, to to take advantage of me that's that's not the will of the jesus that i know mm -hmm. now the jesus that you know may be a little different but that's not the one that i serve so we're not doing that right like last night we were on the uh summit with dr faith i'm not sure if y'all joined um but one of the things dr faith was talking about is she said that um like when it comes to christians and business people are always like you know why do you charge for your courses you know why why do people have to pay even salvation is free and she was like what salvation are you talking about because the salvation that was that was gifted to me was not free jesus paid for it with his life it was not it didn't cost us monetarily but we we paying we're paying and, and, and jesus didn't that wasn't free he gave his life for that yeah he, he was beat that. he was whipped he was tempted all these things like that wasn't free like somebody had to pay for that somebody had to pay for that and as you were talking jerry it just made me think about how and let let us know in the comments have you have you experienced people trying to get over on you or you you continue to allow people to kind of get away with it and you're like you know what i'm gonna just pray i'm gonna just pray for them god will handle it god will fight my battles like have you found yourself in that place because as you were talking jerry this is this is what um i i sensed is that we let people treat us the way we treat us absolutely it's, it's absolutely true i remember years ago having a conversation uh with my husband and we were just talking about um just how we treat each other you know just different things like that and i remember um saying to him like the way you treat me in this house is the permission you give everybody in the world to treat me mm -hmm. and the way i treat you in this house is the permission that i give everybody else in the world so I can't be ready to knock if I if you book, right? I can't be able to be ready to knock you out if you say something crazy to my husband. But if I'm behind closed doors, I talk to him like he the, the trash under my way. feet yeah. and vice yeah. versa. And so when we think about that, like how have you been treating you? 
Have you been accountable, you know, to anybody? Have you been, you know, treating yourself well, making sure that your thoughts are good? You know, how, how have you been, how have you been eating? How have you been sleeping? What have you been listening to? What have you been ingesting? Like, have you been treating yourself well? Because if you have not been, and I'm just talking from experience, if you have not been, that is a clear indicator of why people think that they can do what they do to you. Sherelle said, yes, I have found myself in that place before, but the way Jesus set it up, the 40-something Sherelle, oh no, not happening. God told me I'm too old to be timid and passive. And let me tell you, I know Sherelle, I know Sherelle in real life. Like we haven't had a lot of interaction as adults except for social because we live in two different states now, but we grew up together. And Mm. Sherelle has always been, her and my, and my sister Shantae have almost the very same temperament in a way that they are very mild, they are very sweet and very kind, not like like rowdy or, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to get the party started, you gonna call me and Shari, right? That's, that's, That's Sherelle's sister. Like, you calling us, but our sisters are in the cut. They real sweet, they real kind. But at some point, you gotta be like, yeah, no, we, we not, like, I can still be sweet, I can be kind, but that doesn't mean I get to be a pushover. Right. And that don't mean that I get to be passive in this life. And so as we I think that as we are growing and who we are in God, like Tiffany, you said, like. We are we we didn't know where we were for a while because God was like pruning us. He still is like, you know what I'm saying? Like he's still pruning us and grooming us. And we're realizing that who I thought I was or who I was showing up as. That's not me. And I gave people permission to kind of just treat me like crap we can't do that no more like tiffany didn't even want to be our friend but here she is yeah tiffany really ran from us and i really i'm traumatized i just want her to know that that i am traumatized that she did not want to be my friend in real life no i'm playing so yeah so if you don't know the story about tiffany go back a few episodes and we had a whole conversation about how tiffany was on that no new friends uh that was her favorite song at that time um but yeah, so Takesha, I actually want to go back when you said uh, that sometimes we're like, oh, I'll just pray for them. God will work it out. What if God working it out looks like you being bold? Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Tiffany, you know what? We're trying to stay away from boldness. Into that. I feel like Tiffany has something in that point, Jerry. Yeah, so we shy away. You're one of the boldest people that I yes. know, and it's funny. It's absolutely hilarious. I'm like, did she really just say that? I am a very transparent person. Um, at one point in time, I didn't really have a filter. God is still working on the filtering of my face, but now I'm learning. Okay, I have to have a filter with certain things. But I have always been one, and this is just a philosophy for my earthly father. We are people like, we want to know you in your raw form. Mm -hmm. I don't want to know you fixed up, made up, uh, where you done really memorize lines and how you're going to respond in a car on your way to meet us. We want to know you in your rare form, because then that means that it helps us to learn how to handle you. Because you're not coming trying to be all perfect. You're just coming as you. And so we want to get to know the you. Because what we don't do is surprises. And so when you show up as this person all along, because, you know, one thing I've learned is a leopard doesn't change its spots. So who you are eventually will surface. Mm -hmm. 
And I don't want to be like, oh, like, where did that come from? Because then my reaction is going to be like, uh, I don't think I want to deal with that. And so what I do is I give you what I'm expecting for you to give me is I give you the raw, rare form of me. So I stand in a sense of I, I need to I'm growing to be more boldness in God. But just in real life, I'm just like, I mean, that's what I thought. That's what was on my mind. Now, if it's wrong or if that's not how it is, I'm open to correction because I really want to understand the why behind people. But I feel like we shy away from boldness because we are living in a society in a generation where everybody wants to be uh, sued. And I, I don't I don't really want to deal with the truth. I just want a false um, perception of the truth. I just want you to make me feel good. But I don't want to accept where I am, how I feel how I've made somebody else feel. And so when you show up in boldness and you tell them what God has said, or you tell them how you feel, now you're rude. Now you're too direct. Now you are just, you know, aggressive and all of that. And when you're not, and I've had people tell me that a lot, Oh, you, you're so direct and just, you know, you just don't mind saying what's on your mind. And I'm like, well, if it comes in my mind and God ain't told me not to say it and you ask me a question, what am I supposed to do? Lie to you? Because if I'm supposed to be <laughs> right, your friend, right. why am I, why am I telling you a lie? And you're asking me for the truth. Like, so now what I do is I ask people when they say, well, can, can I have your opinion on something? I'm like, you want the real opinion or you want me to tell you what you want to hear? Oh Lord. And people are just look at me like, did she just ask me? I, I am, because I want to know what truth you're looking for. That's it. And then when they say, well, I, I want you to tell me the truth. And I'm like, truth is, and I'll tell them the truth. But because we we can't, we cannot stand and say, oh, I'm a daughter of God. I love God. I love God. But then when you when he's trying to tell you the truth, you like, uh-uh-uh, I don't think this God, that's the enemy attacking me. No, it's not. It's God telling you, sit your tail down. You out of order. And everything is not the enemy, guys. Like, we... No. We, like, America <laughs> has created a culture in Christian culture where everything is the enemy and it's not. Some of us, is our own doing. No it more. is. And some of us, is God protecting us from stuff. So we got to learn how to know the difference. We need discernment in America. I'm just saying, that's a different thing. Though. Big time. There. That's what so we today. were praying about this morning on RTA. Discernment. Are you serious? Yep. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay, that's new. Uh, and Tiffany, I can definitely understand when you're like, when you ask people, like, do you want the truth? Or you want me to tell you what you want to hear? Because when people ask me for advice, like I have always been the person that people ask advice on. And I'm like, I don't be knowing nothing until I start talking. And then it just be a whole thing. And so now when certain people ask me for advice, not y'all, because I don't care how y'all feel. Like God told me to say this, like do what you want with this. But other people, um, I ask them, like, do you just want me to listen? Are you just venting or do you want me to help you with this? Because that's two different answers. That's I'm coming coming at you a different way. That's two different things. And so that's really good. Um, yeah. So Takisha, what else you got? You got another question? 
I don't have no more questions. You, I, you know questions. me. I, I always have questions. I am you do, the... You are the question. You and Tiffany always be having questions. Because we want to understand why. Let's learn about a polymath. I want I want. Yeah, to I'll know. Be that. You know what? Thank you so much, Tiffany. Yes. I'm so glad you said that because I was like, no, we were supposed to go back. We were supposed to go back. What were we supposed to go back? Go <laughs> Number one, how do you spell that? Because I don't I know, know right? what you're saying. It is spelled P-O-L-Y. M-A-T-H, polymath. What is that? Mm -hmm. So polymath is a person of wide range knowledge or learning and actually able to do different, you know, tasks. And so... That is U to a T, number one. But we do different things. We're not just one lane people. Even though people try to keep us in one lane, we're not one lane people. And so when I when um, Pastor Torrey last night he had mentioned about being he he said he mentioned Daniel being a polymath, mm-hmm. um, and in Daniel one I think it was like verse four, um, basically the king was like you know let me let me just go to it right quick y'all so I yeah, don't want to it too I don't want to be just chopping up God word like that and, you know be trying to tell y'all something that ain't ain't in there. Oh, I can't so, go to because mm-hmm. I'm not at home, so I don't have my Bible in front of me. Okay, let's go to verse four. Okay, let me go to the I, I'm gonna look it up in the King James Version because I had it highlighted there. Okay, so um when Nebuchadnezzar basically, you know, asked his eunuch to bring because basically he wanted a certain of the children of Israel and of the king's seed and of princes and children in whom was no blemish. So he wanted them to come into the, the, the his palace. So he wanted them to be well-favored and skillful in all wisdom and cunning in knowledge and understanding science and such as had an ability in them to stand in the king's palace and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the um, Chaldeans. So who he got was Daniel and his homeboys. And I'm not going to go further because, see, I'll get into the reason why we call these these three Meshach, Shadrach, they slave names, but I don't want to go there today. So I'm going to stay focused. I'm real passionate about that. Yeah, I'm real passionate about that. I'm I'm just going to stay focused. So with that... He talked about how Daniel was a polymath and how Daniel operated in all of the, he operated in all of that. You know, Daniel was a prophet. He understood that he could interpret dreams. He was very knowledgeable, full of wisdom, understood science. I mean, like he, the, the good, the, the best thing that really kind of stood out to me within that passage is that. This is King Nebuchadnezzar. He had his own astrologers. He had those that are supposed to be um, a form of a prophet. And I say a form of a prophet because anything on the dark side is not it. So a form of a prophet. They were supposed to be able to interpret his dreams. They were supposed to be wise in counsel. And he said, I, I, I want the, the children, I want some people from the children of Israel. Because the thing about it is that don't ever think that somebody don't know that you a good crop. You are a good, I want to say good crop, but that you are of value, that they see God in you. 
People see God in you, even though you may not see God in you. And you may wondering like, dang, am, am, where's my relationship with God? And that person on the other side, like, ooh, they some powerful people over there. And I want to, I, I, I need, I need her. I need her because he literally was like, no, I, I, I want the, the children of Israel because he knew their God. He knew the power that was within them. He knew how they operated. So don't ever underestimate yourself to think that people don't see you when they, because they see you. Now they may not say anything to you. They may not come up to you and just pat you on the back and tell you how wonderful you are, but they know the power. When you are truly a child of God, because we have some cookie cutter Christians out here. So when you are truly a, a child of God, God, God shines that glory that's in you. You are a glory carrier. They see that glory. They don't may not know what it is, why you got it, how you got it. Because remember, we had a man in the Bible that was trying to pay them for to be able to heal and lay on hands. That's another day. But they will draw themselves to you because they want what you got. Or they say, let me just connect so I can use what they have. And that's when in some ways you have to be careful. But at the same way, you can't dim down yourself. Because if Daniel would have been like, um... Uh uh-uh. uh, I, I can't, I can't do. I, I no, because he even wanted them to be able to stand in the king's palace. So that means that when he's having meetings with other kings, when he's having meetings with his staff, he wants you to be able to stand in position and in confidence and in boldness mm-hmm. in the king's presence. He didn't want nobody that was gonna be like you know with the head down like I, I don't want to look up. But he know. He wanted them also to be able to know how to stand with their chest out, their chin up, and their shoulders square to be standing in this palace as, you know, one of their advisors. And he even called them out. If you go through, you know, read the book of Daniel, it's amazing. He even called his own people out. Like, wait a minute. Y'all keep asking me to tell y'all a dream, but y'all supposed to be interpreting it. And that's when God afflicts. He'll be like, no, I want you to go among them. Go, go, go on over there among them. Because then now I can show them who I am. Mm-hmm. I can demonstrate my power through you in them. Because they kept saying, well, just give us a little, I'm just paraphrasing, just give us a little bit of the dream. Uh, can you just tell us? And they kept trying to flip it. He was like, no, if y'all have the power to interpret dreams, you should be able to tell me what my dream was and give me the interpretation. What That's Daniel true. knew. How you gonna ask me for for a little bit of the dream and you the one with the power? Right, you're supposed mm-hmm. to be the one with the power. So that's another thing. Don't become, don't be letting the enemy think that he's powerful because he ain't. Know that, yeah. and that's how you will defeat him. Shut him down and put him in his place in the position because he ain't got no power. He has no power at all. But Daniel knew. Let me tap into my daddy. Let me let me go to God and let me pray and ask him to give me revelation and understanding with a dream. And that's what God did. So when you're operating in your gifts, you you stay connected to God. Like Takita said, you know, you don't want to be a person that has to operate in the gift of, um, in a, you know, gift of knowledge. And then you walking around here and know it all because you just know stuff. But you're not mm-hmm. a, c- keeping yourself connected with God to do what needs to be done. You know what I'm saying? For his glory, not for your own. And so when he talked about that last night, I was like, a lot of us are polymaths because a lot of us are operating in different things naturally and also in the spirit. Mm-hmm. 
And we cannot dim down ourselves and who we are because we don't understand or because like Jerry said, we're not in a place of acceptance, but we have to be who we are called to be because that was a new place for Daniel. You got to think about it. you calling me into the palace, but I'm in, I'm in slavery. I'm in bondage and I ain't in bondage for no two days. I'm in bondage for 70 years with these people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now yeah. I'm, but at the end of the day, God is saying, I can still use you in the midst of the chaos. Just be positioned. And so the whole message was position to posture, um, position to prosper. And so instead mm-hmm. of us wanting our money and our business and our children and our marriage to prosper, God wants us to prosper. And when we prosper, everything else that's around us is going to prosper. It's guaranteed. Absolutely. So accept that you're a polymath on today. And you know what, Tiffany? That that polymath, you know what, as you as you were talking, I have never heard that word before. So thank you so much uh, for bringing that to the floor. But as you were sharing that and I was reading along with you in Daniel chapter one and how uh, the, the scripture was, you know, saying, you know, that they were well favored, they would outblemish, skillful in wisdom and all these things. And one of the other things it says that is that the king wanted uh, those who were cunning in knowledge. Mm. Right. He wanted those that were cunning and knowledge. So, you you know where I'm going. Right. So I look up the word cunning and it says having or showing skill in achieving one's ends by deceit or evasion. So he wanted deceitful knowledge. He So here's the thing that the king wanted. Right. Because if you if you look at it and this is I pray that this frees somebody right quick. If you look at it, like Tiffany showed, told us, right, the king already had his own astrologers. He already had his own magicians. He, and the scripture says that, right? He already had his own crew that dealt in deceit. But now he wanted to get some people who he knew, like Tiffany said, were favored by God, who were anointed by God, who were chosen by God, and who were called by God, and who had these gifts, right? These natural, not natural, these supernatural gifts given to them by the one true and living God. And he wanted to exploit that for his own personal gain. Like he literally wanted to lead them <clears throat> to lead them astray, like literally. He wanted them, right? That's what he wanted. And so when we think about being um, a polymath, as Tiffany has just told us, somebody who's able to do many things, and you have found yourself burned out, sis, who have you laid your gifts in front of? Like who pulled on you and you kept, you now became their magician and their astrologer and their, like who? Have you allowed to exploit the gift that you keep presenting it before them as if they are the king of kings and the Lord of lords? And I feel Mm. like when you have the ability to to do so many things and know so many things like me and Ashley were talking about, right, that gift of knowledge, like when you have these gifts, you have to be so careful so that you don't become exploited. And it's the reason that part the scripture says that 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 God's people perish because of the lack of knowledge. We don't know who we are and we don't know what we carry. So it's so easy for somebody to come along and say, no, boo, that's a rock. I'll take it off your hands and I'll throw it away for you. And they take the rock that they told you was a rock, but it's really a diamond. It's really a ruby. It's really a, a block of platinum. Right. It, it's really 
invaluable, but if they get to, if they're able to convince you that it's worth nothing, you'll exploit it. But just like the the Hebrew boys, they realize that, no, this came from God. Right. Who, who am I? And so if you have found yourself in a place where you are exhausted, go back and ask the Lord, who, who have, who have I begun serving with my gifts? Absolutely. And, and then you repent, you open your mouth and out like Tiffany, I think Jerry or Tiffany said it, not this cookie cutter Christian. Oh God, I'm Tiffany so sorry. Said that. Absolutely. Father, Tiffany. I repent. I lacked knowledge and understanding of who you were and who I am in you and what you placed in me. And I want you to go back and ask Holy Spirit to show you the gifts that he has put in you and the gifts that you have exploited. So you can call them out by name and take them back and shut the door to the enemy. So if you know that you have become somebody's psychic instead of operating in the office of a prophet because every time they call you you got a word every time they call you you give him wisdom knowledge and revelation father i repent for exploiting my gift i repent and i and i renounce that i denounce it and i take the gift back and i place it on your holy altar and i give it back to you and i pray like solomon did lord father you created me i don't know me like you know me help me to walk in integrity before you help me not to cast my gifts before people who just want to exploit me help me and forgive me. And so we got to go back and we have to ask the Lord. Now, listen, Lord, you have given me many gifts and many talents. Show me how to be integral with them. Show me how to be a good steward with them. Help me not to go hiding, right? Because that's another Tiffany thing Tiffany said. We'll take them and we'll go hide because we're like, no, I don't want nobody to pull on me. I don't want nobody to ask me nothing. I don't want, <laughs> no. So I've had to repent for that before. See? I, I have. Um, y'all, because if you were on, if y'all listened to a couple episodes ago, I, I don't know if I said this, but I had got a job for like three weeks. <laughs> so for those of y'all that don't know, I am a freelance graphic designer. So I don't work a regular nine to five and I drive Uber sometimes. But about two months ago, I got it in my, in my head that I wasn't going to do graphic design anymore, that I was sucking at it and that I was just bad. It was just a whole thing. And so like two o'clock in the morning, I just started applying for jobs. I got on Indeed.com and started applying for jobs. <laughs> Number one, if you are ever feeling like what God has called you to do is not what God has called you to do, don't don't get off get off your phone. Mm -hmm. Get off these people's internet and go pray. Mm -hmm. Cause I could have saved myself three weeks of frustration. Yeah. So yeah. So what I, what, what instead, what I did was I uh, applied for a job. I got a job. I started a job and then the job didn't want to work with my schedule. Cause y'all know I do ministry stuff. So womb prep has a monthly prayer and worship. And then dear Christian black girl was um, recording in the evenings at the time. And so my, the, the schedule that they gave me conflicted and they didn't want to work around it. I was like, I can switch days. I don't care about the days. I just can't work at this time. And so they were not willing to work around that. And so I let the job go promptly. I sent them people, they equipment back. I was like, y'all can have all this. And so afterwards, when I told my good sisters here on this podcast yeah. that I quit, they jumped for joy. Like who, 
Ma'am. Ma'ams. Why you am I happy that I quit my job? This is a perfect, that is a perfect example of us yep. knowing that you wasn't supposed to be there, but we could not tell you. That was something you had to figure y'all, out on yourself. Me, figure out on your own. <laughs> and I felt some type of way. Like, y'all could tell me, girl, stop. Well, in my defense. You did. You asked, because every other day you were asking me, did I quit? And that I should my known, because I was just like, why would you ask me that? I that mean, was my question. Anytime started. Jerry would call me just to say, what you doing? I would be like, did you quit? Or she'll be like, you know what I'm thinking about? And I'm like, what, quitting your job? Like, it would just be so random because I'm just like, what are you like, doing? Like, why are you there, fool? Like, what are you doing? Why are you there? But you know what? I want to go back to something Ashley asked in the chat. Ashley yeah, asked yeah, yeah. one has the that. Holy Ghost. Do we not technically have access to all gifts uh, uh, through the body of Christ? A thoroughly wait, what you saying through the body of Christ? We may have gifts that we individually excel in, but if my sister has prophetic gifts, I should be able to pull on the gift in faith in my time of need or with healing and knowledge. And to that, okay, y'all can jump in here. Okay. To that, I would say that you may not necessarily be able to pull on those gifts. You may not be able to. And not that they don't actually possess those gifts, but it could be a time that you want to pull prophetically or healing or things like that or knowledge from a another brother or sister in the body of Christ. And God is saying, no, come directly to me for that. Mm -hmm. They have it, but I need to build your faith to know who the source is. Because what happens, like Tiffany were talk was talking about, right? Then you become, you come in this cycle like, oh my gosh, I need healing. I got to go back to Ashley. I got to go back to Ashley. Oh, this person need healing. I got to go back to Ashley. I got to go back to Ashley because Ashley possesses the gift of healing. Like my sister Shantae possesses the gift of healing, right? But if I always ran back to my sister, we need to know what we possess in the body, right? But if I always ran back to my sister, am I really trusting God? Right. Am I really believing that the healing is coming through God or am I equating my healing with the fact that I need to get in touch with my sister? Right. And sometimes what happens is we make the person an idol without trying to. Yes. And so we, or, we run the risk of that. Go ahead. Tiff. No, I was like, or sometimes we can't pull on the gift because they may not be fully trained in it yet. That part. And it's just like, you know, it's like you, just putting a baby out there and having them do something you've seen them do, but they really don't fully understand it. And then that can kind of cause them to be stunt in their growth. So you don't want to just, even though, even though they may have operated in that moment, it's because, you know, God had them stepping into it, but it doesn't mean that they're fully able to fully operate it and function on it to take on your stuff. Because when they're standing in that position, they're taking on your stuff to be that kind of standing in the gap on your behalf. So you don't want to just pull on them to the point that they're not ready yet. But because you've seen them do it, you're like, oh, I can go to them. But they're not ready yet. And so got to keep going to him. Because it's things that I know is within Jerry and Takesha, but I won't pull on it unless God tells me, okay, go to them. 
you know, like both of them in their own right are very good business strategies, uh, strategists. And I don't, you know, what Takesha has, I don't know why Jerry, what both of them do. Yeah, both of them do. They are, I, they need to, you know, here we go. Oh, Here we go. Here we go. But that's so, another. That's a, that's an off top. That's an off. Uh, no, we can talk about that real quick because we yeah. actually have a prophecy to back that up. Yeah, y'all need yeah. to speak on that. Go ahead. So, but anyway, um, and that's good. And also, um, uh, speaking about you know pulling on your friend with maybe prophetic gifts, your friend may not have the capacity for whatever it is that you're dealing with. God may not have given them that capacity, and and that just coincides with what Takesha said. God might just want you to go to Him. Yeah, and it's true because you know what, Tiffany, you said something. You said that um, people will pull on you, and now you out there. And I literally, me and my sister Shantae, we were having a conversation. And after we ended, finished our conversation, I was like, yo, I keep feeling like I had like deficits or places where I stepped out too soon. And it was simply like the Hebrew boys that we were just talking about in, in the book of Daniel. Somebody saw the anointing on my life before I saw it, before I knew it, before I recognized that I had value and I had wealth. And guess what they started doing? They started pulling and they started pulling. And because I have the ability to do a lot of things well, because I have the gift of knowledge I, that before I knew this, right? I didn't know. I'm like, well, yeah, I could figure that out. Oh yeah, I could do that, right? You know what I mean? Like I was just like, yeah. And I stepped into spiritual places that I was not cultivated for yet. I had not been matured in certain areas yet. But because I can do a lot of things well, and because God's gifts come without repentance, I had knowledge about situations that I had never studied in. So I can walk confidently externally, right? But I was being beat down to the pulp by the enemy because nobody told me, whoa, whoa, no, 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 not yet. God has, you, you anointed, but we, we, you need to be processed. They was just like, ooh, gimme, 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 gimme. And I was like, here you go. Why? Because I lacked confidence. I lacked understanding of my identity as a son. I lacked so many things. I was traumatized from just growing up so many things. And I allowed people to pour because I didn't know any better. And so as you, as you begin to grow in the things of the Lord, right, as you begin to seek the Lord for your own growth and development, you now have to ask the Lord to give you that same keen eye so that you don't become an exploiter. And not everybody who, who pulls on you is trying to do it like uh, King Nebuchadnezzar, say his name, Tiffany? King Nebuchadnezzar. Him. Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar, him. Like not everybody is doing it for their own selfish gain, but they see it in you. And they're like, yo, you are, let me tell, Ashley, I see you, Shantae, I see you, Melissa, I see you, Cheryl, I see you, Cheryl, I see you. Like, you need to be doing X, Y, and Z. And they can have great intention, but if you step out before the timing of God, the enemy is going to try to sift you like wheat. And it is the reason why so many women of Christ are dealing with mental issues. We are dealing with identity issues. We are struggling in areas because we stepped out because somebody said, oh, you would be good here. And you said, oh, I can figure that out. 
Mm-hmm. I can, I can, yeah, I can. Listen, baby, ask my sister Shantae. Ask Shantae, go, just if I'm lying, I'm flying. Can I figure most things out? I can figure most things out. You can ask me to give a dissertation on neuroscience. Now, I might be able to do that now. Like I, you, I, you could definitely do that. Like just, right now, yeah. Now, I'm now, telling for y'all, real. I'm about to have a PhD. I don't care what nobody say. I'm, I'm about to have a PhD, right? But I could take thirty seconds and read on something, and I can present it to you, and you would think, "Oh my gosh, this girl, wow, we should invite her back." And I'm like, "I ain't coming back. Oh I don't God. even know what y'all was talking about. Like, I just, I just looked." real quick and I was like oh okay we can talk about that you see what I'm saying and I stepped out in so many areas that God had not matured me in yet and so if you found yourself in that place where you're defeated you're depleted you're unsure you're like dang I put these products out I put these services out I called myself this I called myself that it is not too late to pivot it is not too late to back up and say you know what Lord I thought this way. I thought that I should be doing this. I thought this way because maybe other people said it, or maybe I was comparing myself to other people that I saw on the internet. You know what I mean? Like all these things I thought, but God, I want, now I want to know what you know. I thought, but I'm surrendering myself to your hand to know what you know. And y'all, it is okay to pull back. Do not let anybody play you into saying, well, you done put it out there now, so what? And now I'm taking it back because I'm going to spend time with my father to see where I'm supposed to be. Because the thing about us in the body of Christ is that we can't just be motivational. We got to be effective. I don't need you to motivate me no more. Been there, done that. I'm not saying that motivation is a bad thing, but I need to be effective. If we're having this conversation here on Dear Christian Black Girl, I don't want you to just give us hearts. I want to see your life change. Listen, let me just, just say this real quick. It ain't no point of us gathering if there won't be no change. There is no point of us being in relationship and community if there is no change. I'm not saying that we can't kiki because let me tell y'all something. Me, Jerry, and Tiffany have a real good time. Like we cut up. All the time. We talk practically, we talk every single day, but we may talk on the phone plenty of times during the week on video and we cut up real good. But every time we end the call, it's like the Lord has charged us in the conversation about Berea Tacos to do something different. Every single time we are charged to do something different, to, to, to study a little bit deeper, right? Tiffany throws out a word like polymath. Say what? Now it's right. going to lead you on a road to figure out, oh man, poly- so where's that? Where's that? Okay. The word may not be in the scriptures, but what is God saying about that? Oh, Tiffany said, study t- Daniel one. Guess what we studying? We studying Daniel one. Why? Right. Because we have to be effective. I don't need your motivation anymore, sis. I don't. And I'm not saying that in a bad way, but if, if we cannot be women of effectiveness, in our communities and in our groups what's the point oh sherelle just gave us a new word and i, I see it in the comments and now it. i'm mad because now <laughs> i gotta write like enough metanoia so so yeah so this 
like we want you to change we want you to study the scriptures we want you to ask the questions because we ask the questions right Ooh, like yesterday so i woke up and i looked up the phrase ancient of days and we had a whole conversation about how god is considered the ancient of days in daniel chapter 7. so we want you to 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 crave the knowledge of the lord because if we don't know we're dumb dumb if we don't know, that's how the enemy gets us. It's because of stuff we don't know. And so we got to learn the stuff, y'all. And it, and we're not saying you got to learn all this stuff all at one time. No. What we are saying, just, just learn something new. Like open your Bible and learn something new. Or if you hear a preacher or a singer or whatever say something, you're like, hmm, I wonder what, what that? that means. Go look it up. Look it up. And that's the thing. It's like meditating on the word of God. And when you, when you are somebody like Tiffany or like Ashley or like Jerry, probably all of us in this group where you know how to do a lot of things, it's easy to jump from thing to thing to thing to thing with no real root anywhere. Ask the Lord to slow your need to gain knowledge, right? In a sense that, right? Because the word that Sherelle just gave us, metanoia i hope i'm pronouncing it correctly it means to have a transformative change of heart a spiritual conversion and in order to have a change of heart we got to sit with some things like i just can't pick it up and run and that's what i was finding myself doing picking up and run picking up and run picking up and run but we got to settle down and let god do his best work in us so that we can become effective like we want to impact change in the lives of the people that god send us to and i'm not saying y'all we got to walk in every room like god who are you sending me to but i need to be open and receptive to holy spirit to say okay if you if i'm in this room i may have came for the wings i have may have come for the lemon pepper but while i'm cracking this good extra crispy wing wide open my ear is open to you as well it's open to you as well right like just in our everyday life we have to be receptive yeah like it doesn't have to be a whole you know demonstration but just in everyday life just when you're going to target just when you're going to Publix, like just be like okay god whatever you want that that's all it means is that you're you're telling god i'm open for you. It is you <laughs> and sometimes it won't be anything sometimes you just, just live your life right but sometimes gotta be like okay go over there and do that like y'all know how me and Takesha met in person I, I pulled up to her book signing and did and that's did. how we met in person and so yeah y'all y'all this was good i like this bonus episode it was good and was i i just good. i love y'all so much i'm excited about the transformation that is happening in the lives of god's women yeah. um and, and again don't don't be afraid to pivot don't be afraid to pull back i don't mean going to cut like i was i mean like just pull back and say you know what god i i said that you uh, were my lord because I was used to being controlled and enslaved. Mm -hmm. You being Lord was easy, but now I want to know you as my father. Like Tiffany, Tiffany has been teaching us about that, about, uh, you know, what you say, Tiffany, like coming to know God as our father and really mm -hmm. being led by him. And that I'm telling y'all has been changing my life since Tiffany has been sharing that with us because now I'm like, God, I don't know really how to sit in silence. I thought I did, but but now that I have been intentional about that, God has been truly, I'm just like, whoa. You know what I mean? Like, whoa. So I just pray that as daughters of the most high God, that God would begin to uh, move on your heart and give you the grace to just sit with him 
and get to learn of him and allow him to sing over you and speak over you so that you can see that there is so much more in you that God wants to cultivate so that you could be effective. Absolutely. That um, was my ending point. Yeah, because that's good. Um, because when we're effective in the kingdom of God, that's how we draw people. Because people will look at our lives and be like, hmm, there, there's something about that person. And so we got to we gotta learn what effectiveness looks like for us. We have to learn God's version of effectiveness. Because you may think that you're effective, but God is like, yeah, no, you're not there yet. And so yeah. just ask God, God, how can I be effective in your kingdom today? Like that, And that's the whole prayer. That's, yeah. that's all you got to ask him. And so, yeah, this was good, guys. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this bonus episode. Tiff, you got any last remarks for the people today? Um, I do want to thank Sherelle for that word because Bishop said that word Sunday and it kind of went over my head. I was like, oh, you know, Bishop puts out big words. So I'm like, hmm, he does. he's a very big words. smart person. <laughs> His mother was a teacher. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. His mother was a teacher. So I was like, so when she brought the word back, I was like, oh, that's the word. So I was over here really having a fit. But um, just to kind of, I just would give this suggestion. If you're having a hard time just being still with God, because I am, um, because God was just like, you be want to pray, you be want to talk. But sometimes I just want you to be, just be quiet. I just, I just want to, I just want to love on you. I, I watched, um, a TikTok that I shared with my sisters in our group chat. And, and it was just, she was just talking about how like, I was like, I just want to love on you. I, I, I don't want you to say nothing. I don't want you to feel like you got to say this. And I, just, I just want you to just sit so I can love on you. So you can be loved. You don't have to do, do, do all the time. Just be my daughter and just sit with me at times. And we, we don't have to do anything. And so I've had to put on a timer and I put on a timer for 15 minutes and that whole 15 minutes, I just sit there. Now to say that my mind don't be wandering, um, I'll start thinking about something and I'll hear God say, come back to me, come back to my voice, come back to me. And I'll have to center myself again and then I'll be still. And then I start, some will start itching and, and then I keep like, come back to me because <laughs> all of that is just a distraction. Yes, I'll be all over the place. But he was like, I just want you to sit with me. Even when I do my walk, I consider it my prayer walk and I just don't say anything. And I just listen to him. And God will speak to you in so many ways. God has been teaching me a lot within nature, just a bird's nest, the wind, a plant. And I'd be like, whoa, you know, just I didn't think we can learn this way, but you can. God speaks in all different ways. And so and and it's and it's just coming because I've been praying and asking God, I want to experience him, hear him, feel him in a new way. I don't want to because I've been raised in church so we can get accustomed to this. And I don't want to be accustomed. I don't want one day to look like the, the, the next. I want everything to be a new every day. And so if you are having issues with just being still, set you a timer. It's okay. It's not saying you putting God on a timer. It is being disciplined because that's the instruction he gave me. I already had the timer in my phone, but he was like, go back to your timer, set the timer and just sit there because it's really putting me in a box. So I know for 15 minutes I can't move. I am sitting still with God and that will help you. And then eventually we, and I say we, cause I'm including myself cause we're going to do this together. We're going to come out of that and be able to just to sit with daddy and just be. 
Amen. 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 All right, y'all, that wraps up this week's episode of Dear Christian Black Girl. Thank y'all for rocking with us um, on this bonus episode. Y'all, this is our 11th episode in a row. Can we give it up for consistency? Like we need a round of applause because last year, if you go to the episodes from last year, it was, yeah. it was real sporadic. Real. But we have been um, extremely consistent this this year with this season. And so, yeah, thank y'all for rocking with us. Yes. Uh, we appreciate y'all so much. And we will see y'all next week. Love y'all. Love Bye. Love y'all. Bye.